the gospel is Christ in me, Christ in me. Christ is in you. We will continue to study on this subject to get more clarity, to get better understanding that Christ is in you. Today's message will be more of a teaching. You will be reading a couple of verses along with me for you to understand. It's not on the preaching side. Today is more on the teaching side. So you get the clarity what the Bible means when it says Christ is in you. Last Sunday we discussed God's word is like a mirror. As we behold the mirror, as we behold Jesus, the image of God that God has put in us, as we continue to behold Jesus, we are being transformed from glory to glory. So we have to continue to behold looking into Jesus. We little bit discussed on the big question. What was that big question? Coming to the big question. If Christ is in me, then why? If Christ is in you, then why? Fill up the blanks. Then why sickness? Then why poverty? Then why weakness? Then why addictions? Then why oppression? Then why so many problems that we see around? Then why there is desire to sin in me? If Christ is in me. I want you to understand. The desire to sin is not in your spirit. It is in your unrenewed mind. Your spirit man does not desire to sin. Your spirit man hates sin. It hates unrighteous works. But your unrenewed mind and your unrenewed thoughts and your body which is used to the old things wants to continue to do the old things. So when you were born again, when you received Jesus as your savior, which part of you was born again? Your spirit was born again because you are made of three parts, spirit, soul and body. So when you were born again, you were born again in your spirit. I want you to show them that verse. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse number 17. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So you have been joined to the Lord. Where have you been joined to the Lord? In your spirit. You have been joined in your spirit and you are one with Lord. You have not been joined in your body or in your mind. So your spirit was born again. You were clothed in Christ in your spirit. You are hidden in Christ in your spirit. All heavenly blessings, spiritual blessings are in your spirit. The wisdom of God is in your spirit. You are a new man in your spirit. You are perfect, holy, righteous, blameless as Christ is. So are you in this world. Where? In your spirit. So your spirit received complete redemption. Your mind is not redeemed. Your body was not redeemed. You have to work on your mind. God redeemed our spirit. 
coming to the next question pastor when god redeemed my spirit why didn't he redeem my mind why didn't he redeem my soul god cannot do that you know why because if god has to redeem our soul then god has to take away our free will he has to take away our decision making it is a decision that we make to follow jesus you believe in your heart and you have to confess with your mouth that jesus christ is lord and then you will be saved so god has given you this gift of free will gift of decision making god cannot make you a robot and then save you then it is not called saved then it is not called salvation you have to make a decision to follow god it should be out of your own free will so god gave you this mind that's why god said i have placed before you life and death blessing and cursing now you choose life you have to choose you have to make a choice to follow god make a choice to make jesus your lord to make jesus the lord of your life you made the choice the day you made the choice your spirit became united with the spirit of god now you are identical to jesus you have a twin in heaven that is jesus you are exactly like jesus where in your spirit but in your body you look different you look asian you look african you look american you look different based on your race you look different you look like your aunt your uncle your dad your mom you have your physical features like your earthly parents but your spiritual dna now is from jesus amen you must get that your body has the dna of your parents but what is more greater your spirit man now your spiritual dna is like jesus the one who's born of god is our sons of god we are sons and daughters of god so we are god kind we have god like nature because the spirit is in us the spirit of god is in us now we don't have the nature of anybody else now we have the truth is we have the nature of god to hate sin to love righteousness amen then why sin still exist why weaknesses still exist why there is addiction why there is poverty in me who is a christian why there is sickness in my body who is a christian to answer to that question we must go back to the book of genesis the beginning genesis is such a wonderful book you have so many answers in that book so when you go back to the book of genesis when we go back to the story of genesis of the first couple we get more clarity and deeper understanding adam and eve when they committed high treason god prophesied and told you will bear a child a seed from the woman will crush the satan so when adam and eve gave birth to cain they would have been so excited fascinated to see what they were able to do to see that they have created procreated like god another human being look at the beauty 
even today it's a wonder when we see a baby in our hands the creation of god so they were wonder stuck when they saw cain so probably eve would have thought this is the deliverer that god has promised this is the person that god told is going to crush the head of satan they had high hopes about cain they thought cain is the promised son after that they had abel so like any parent they had high hopes from their children now the time of worship came they had taught their children cain and abel to go and worship the lord when they went and worship the lord they had to take the offering to the lord they had to take something to the lord why because god cannot accept anything except it is perfect righteousness you can come to god only when there is perfect righteousness god cannot accept anything from you unless you give perfect righteousness nobody has it and nobody can achieve it it is only a gift which has to be received amen so god told you have to come before me with perfect righteousness so when they came to god cain took the offering of his hard work he took the offering of the ground he was a farmer he tilled the ground he worked hard he took the crop and he went to god saying lord see what i can do look what i have produced look at my talent i am the first born i am more capable i am more talented i am the one and he gave the offering to god now abel he comes before god he says i remember my parents had taught me i am supposed to go to god with a sacrifice i need to go to god as a substitute for my unrighteousness as a substitute for my sin so he obeyed the word of god which god had taught to adam and eve and he took the sacrifice of the lamb and he went to god when he took the sacrifice of the lamb both the brothers had laid their offering on the altar and god rejected the offering of cain and accepted the offering of abel it was burnt up the offering the fire came from heaven received the offering of abel at that time cain was very upset he was very angry the bible says he was in anger and his face was downcast he, he, he god asks him why you have this your countenance fallen somebody said face is the index of mind so he is upset it is shown on his face he is depressed he is angry what is he saying he saying what god i brought my best i brought my hard work see what i could do i have been able to till the ground and brought my capability to you and you have accepted the offering of abel i did 3 days fasting prayer she did one day fasting prayer how can this be i give more offering he gives less offering i pray more but you have blessed him more than me that's exactly what cain is telling God this is unfair you have accepted Abel's offering and not me it is unfair sometimes we ask this question right it's unfair what happened to me it's unfair that devil cheated me it's unfair devil put this sickness on me it is unfair that i lost so many things in my life it is unfair so are we trying to say god you are unfair but here cain was telling that god you are unfair 
in doing this, accepting Abel's offering and not mine. You're unfair. If God has to be fair, then he has to send every one of us to hell. That's exactly what we deserve. Every one of us. The most righteous man, the most holy man that you know has to go to hell. That is a fair treatment if God has to do. God has not treated us that way. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. All our suffering, all our difficulty, all our punishment, all the wrath of God was put on Jesus. So now we get undeserved, unmerited favor of God. Amen. So Cain was saying, God, this is unfair what you're doing. But you know, God is so kind, so merciful. He comes to talk to Cain. God comes and says, Cain, why are you angry? Why your face is downcast? Look at that verse. Genesis chapter 4, verse 6. Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. God gave a golden advice. God gave a brotherly advice. God gave a fatherly advice to Cain, saying, Cain, why are you angry? Cain, why are you upset? So I, from this portion, I learned that anger, depression, sorrow can be a root of major sin tomorrow in our life. So how important it is for us to control our anger. How important it is for us not to be upset and depressed. We think to be depressed is not a sin. But to be depressed is unbelief. And unbelief is sin. So when we are depressed, what are we trying to say? We are trying to say God is unfair. When we are depressed, we are trying to say, God, you cannot do anything about this situation. So I want to be depressed. If we believe you can do something about this situation, you have done something about this situation, then we are no longer depressed. No wonder joy is a face of faith. Amen. I've preached a sermon on that. You must go and say, joy is a face of faith. Here, Cain didn't have joy. His face was downcast. He's upset. He's angry. He is in depression. And that turned out to be jealousy. Turned out to be comparison. And then, when God came and spoke, even then, God could not talk him out. Why? God is almighty. God is capable. God is powerful. But it was a decision that Cain had to make to follow God. It was his free will. God could not decide for Cain. Cain had to make decision. What decision Cain made after God spoke to him? He called his brother Abel. Come to the field. Let's go. I want you to read that portion. Now Cain said to his brother Abel, let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, where is your brother Abel? I don't know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? He called his brother to the field and cold-blooded murder. His own brother, so angry, he's so jealous that Abel was accepted and he was rejected. He's so angry, he committed high treachery against his brother 
cold blooded murder he called his brother his brother went innocently oh my brother is calling probably we are going to hunt together or maybe spend time together play together when he went he killed him cold blooded murder the first murder in the bible because of rage hatred bitterness and in the book of hebrews chapter 11 verse 4 god clearly tells why abel's sacrifice was accepted the bible says god accepted abel's sacrifice abel's sacrifice was accepted to god than cain because he obeyed the lord and he bought the offering as an obedience to god's word in faith in faith to response to god's word and that was accounted to him as righteousness so how can you receive righteousness by having faith 